Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's Breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Boardwalk Audio Podcast. Hi, this is Bill Ratner. I'm the voice of Flint on G.I. Joe, and this is Knowing is Half the Podcast, which is actually an appropriation of the original saying, Knowing is Half the Battle, which was used in a number of public service announcements that have now been burlesqued on YouTube by a number of individuals, and I don't think there's a copyright issue at all. Have a good day. Everybody and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show. And this time we are talking another episode of Batman Tass. Who who gave this one to us? This is a Brian Rap episode. Yes, thank Brian, you, Brian, I'm gonna say right now, yeah. I don't know if this is gonna be an episode up to our standard what the fuck kind of episode, but I appreciate on a very cellular level you bringing this episode back into my life again because I loved it more than I could ever express. Wait, Brian's also the one that gave us the whole Kogan, right? Uh, he had to punish us. Yeah, we were bad. So I feel like this is an abusive relationship, Brian. I feel like you <laughs> you do something terrible and then they were like, oh god damn it, oh, I'm gonna break up with Brian Rap, but then you're like, but here's some flowers. So as long as you keep bringing us flowers, you can punches in the face every now and then. Well, he has already given us our next month's uh, episode. Oh, it's an episode oh of Silverhawks, which oh, was the wow. futuristic Thunderhawk, uh, a futuristic I mean, Thundercats. That sounds kind of cool. Which is already kind of futuristic. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm curious to revisit this show because when I was younger, I loved some Silverhawks. Uh-huh. Uh, and now I don't know what I'm going to I've never think. even heard of it. So I'm curious to see it too. It, I mean, oh. it's literally the same people that made Thundercats. Instead of cats, they're birds, and instead of on a fantasy world, they're in space. Oh, man, so the Thundercats constantly want to f- catch and eat them and leave them at the doorsteps of their masters. Yeah, it's a real, it's a real Tweety Bird scenario with <laughs> Sylvester. It's really, it's really uncomfortable. Um, but Batman, uh, we're doing Beware the Grey Ghost, mm-hmm. uh, episode 18 of season one, and oh my goodness, it opens with young Bruce Wayne. Just to be clear. Oh, yes. I did not watch this episode. Uh, Chan, I didn't know Chan. if you were going to give up the game on oh, that yeah. so quickly. I am 100% going to do that. And here's the thing. This sounds like a wonderful episode. It's great. Um, you got to go back and watch it. I wasn't able to do it because I had to do the- You, you went to the Fear Factor thing The today. torturous Fear Factor <laughs> yeah. thing. So I because, mean, literally, you instead of watching this episode for the Patreon, yeah. you went and ate bullshit. And I, I had I had one of the most horrendous experiences of my life. <laughs> yeah, uh, let that be a lesson to you. Yeah. Uh, who and, wins now? No, who wins? 
none of y'all, I can tell you what, because <laughs> yeah, uh, she's been burping all day. I'm gonna I'm gonna make this miserable for you. <laughs> I'm going to ruin this episode. How are, you, how are you gonna ruin this episode? I mean, we'll guess we'll find out, huh? I, that, that's very threatening, and I don't like it. We gave Chan a little bit of like a thirty second rundown, but he doesn't know how it ended, so he's gonna find out throughout the podcast. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, okay, so Bat- Bruce Wayne, young Bruce Wayne is watching a black and white old TV show, and it's basically The Shadow. Yes. I mean, that's the jam yes. behind it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Remind me very much of The Shadow. Fallout 4 is The Silver Shroud. It's the same exact deal as uh, yeah. Beware the Grey Ghost. And it's and it's sort of like, oh, you get little glimpses of what inspired Batman beyond yes. just the mur- horrible murder of his parents. Yeah, because his dad's still alive when yeah, he's watching well, Yeah, which also, that was very sweet. His dad is very sweet to him. He tells him, like, all right, at the end of The Grey Ghost, you got to go to bed. So he's like a sweet man who did not deserve to die. Probably didn't deserve to get shot in that alley by you. Yeah. I tell you what, any media that the uh, the Waynes are taking in, I, I got I to gotta be concerned. <laughs> I, I, I figure, like, anytime they're watching TV together, this could end with them being murdered. Uh-huh. I figure it, like go to a, like, a drive-in movie or you know like go to a, a a reading like a a book reading. Hey, honey, do you mind if I turn on the radio? No. Uh, also, Thomas Wayne is is voiced by the same uh, person who does adult Bruce Wayne, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it's he, Kevin he Conroy. Just, he he deepens his voice a little bit, and the Gray Ghost is played by Adam West. Adam Goddamn super, West. It's super cool. And it also oh. later on to me added an extra layer of sadness. Yes. Like this was this was th- there were parts of this where I was I was like, oh, the, no, this is another one of those Batman episodes where I'm sad. It's a heart. It's a lot of heartbreaking stuff that happens. Like I just have yeah. here like I'm already enjoying it. He's watching it. There's a parallel storyline because in the real world, Batman Bruce Wayne is dealing with the Mad Bomber series of bombings. Nobody can figure out how the bombs are getting in despite a police presence. Uh, there's identical notes and whatnot being left behind at and he scene. sort of remembers this. Like he's yeah. like, "Wait, wasn't that an episode of a show that I watched?" Which I feel like anyone who watches a show when they're four or five, yeah, is like kind of gonna kind of sort of remember it. Yeah, uh, you know what? If he had had uh, a Gray Ghost podcast <laughs> that does what <laughs> we do for GI Joe, then yeah. all of those lives would have been saved. Yeah, like if someone starts committing crimes based on G.I. Joe episodes, we are either going to catch them or we will be the perpetrators. I'm going to say right now, as soon as somebody says, I've put rockets on top of a bunch of burger chains, or I'll be like, I got this, guys. I know exactly what to do. Yeah. What do you do? You yeah, crawl well, on top of the rocket, you squeal off the cap, and then you fly the rocket oh, into the river. We just figured out how Ray is going to die. God, if that's how I go, <laughs> it's been a life worth living. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, So the Grey Ghost cartoon design looks so much like Mr. Freeze. Yes. His face, his face has got the goggles. Looking at it right now, this is the Sandman. This is the 40s version of Sandman. No. I, yeah. Pull up pull up the Batman the Animated Series mm-hmm. animation for, for Mr. Freeze yeah. next to that one, and you will see what I'm talking about. It's really the goggles and the big forehead is what we're talking about. And But also the nose, the sharp nose. Okay. I get because that. they do noses differently in this show. Like some of them are short and squat, like like for gangster Italian gangsters. But Racist. then anyone who's supposed to be sort of like high cheekboned has those sharp noses. That is, I mean, that is pretty Sandman. good. That right is there. Grey Ghost. That is pretty yeah, compelling. But, uh, but you didn't pull up. Uh, you didn't pull up Mr. Freeze. I, I think that looks a lot more like him than Mr. Freeze does. But I think there is a huge similarity. Yes. Yeah, I'm talking about from the same cartoon. They clearly use sort of the same character model. For reals, dude's got a big old dome over his head. <laughs> yeah. 
Look at zoom in on his nose. Also, he takes it's just that, the nose. Zoom in that, on his nose. He takes nose. that dome off eventually. Um, I want to get back to. They got Adam West to do this, and that's yeah. a, this is 1992. Mm. Adam West had just been offered the role of Bruce Wayne's father in the Michael Keaton Batman movie, and he turned it down because he couldn't play Batman. Yeah, and uh, and bless him. Some would call it delusional. I call it pride. Uh, Adam West uh, identified as Batman. That's called a negotiation technique. He Is it because he wasn't in the movie at all? No, he probably <laughs> he lost that negotiation. He probably wanted more money, and um, they said like, "Nope, bye." And it was like, "Okay, cool. I'm just going to put it out there that uh, I wanted to play Batman, and he his name stays out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's got a better leverage uh, point when well, they come to him and say, "Hey, do you want to do this?" Uh, one-off voice on uh, B-Task. Well, there's like, a Ooh. lot of parallels between the life of, what's his name, Trent? Uh, Simon Trent. Simon Trent and Adam West in real life, though, being kind of like hardly really didn't work a lot after that. And But also, uh, uh, so I, I realize that, that Batman doesn't know immediately that the, what the Mad Bomber is. He sees the note and he's like, why does this seem familiar? And then right. later on, he has a nightmare that leaves him so sweaty so very very sweaty oh and he's writhing around this yeah, giant like, bed yeah like what was like I was like first of all why is this a nightmare if you're just recalling when you were a little kid watching a show why are you like uh, uh, I don't know because no. if, I bet Chan in the middle of the night after watching some of the G.I. Joes we've made him watch is Wakes definitely writhing around sweating <laughs> no I will tonight but not <laughs> okay well that'd be for different night. reasons yeah mm-hmm. uh, but but yeah like bat- this is when this is when Bruce Wayne realizes like oh yeah it's that ca- cartoon so then he and Alfred go to the like what is the equivalent of the Museum of Television in 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 Hollywood that we have here. <laughs> it's crazy, yeah. We go, he goes into literally the physicalization of YouTube. Yeah, where there is a there is a fat a fat zit faced TV nerd drinking with soda was, with two straws. Yeah, he, he was really cranky. He was basically comic book guy from The Simpsons. Is yeah. this the, is this uh, supposed to be the uh, WGA building? Over there in uh, on Fairfax, it it is kind of it, it's the yeah it's the television I forget exactly it's like the what archives they say. where they have recordings of everything that's ever you been can, made. You can go to the WGA and like uh, pull like just about every script that's ever been on Ye- television. Well, well, and, I, this isn't the scripts; these no, are the actual no, no. films. But th- I will tell you what this is because I discovered it right after moving here. That in Beverly Hills, oh, the Paley Center. No, there's there's a building that's just like the, the sprinkles, the museum of television and movies basically oh, okay and you go and you can sit at a computer and you can pull up anything in their archives in a co- with a computer though because uh, this guy actually had the physical reels of yeah, everything yeah whatever they have uh like computerized but they it's also the have, have now. screens there oh is it yeah oh i don't know guys you're both right it's okay mm-hmm. <laughs> um uh, so yeah and so i would just say right here Couple things occurred to me. One, uh, the Mad Bomber's only asking for a million dollars. I mean, we mm-hmm, got that. Mm-hmm. Just pay him. Uh, no, in 1992 dollars, that's like 140 billion. Also, do you know how many evil <laughs> yeah. villains are running around Gotham? If you give one guy a million dollars, there's like 800 dudes in uh, masks that are going to come out and it, demand it. It's going to cost way more than a million to repair any one of those buildings. I'd like to say money well spent. Call it He's protection. Just keep doing it. Call it insurance. But also, when he goes to the uh, when he goes to the museum of TV and whatever, 
I was like, oh, this was, bef- this was before they had daily motion, before you could yeah. illegally download things. So yeah. He's just got to, and the fat nerd is like, nope, we lost it. We don't have it. And yeah, I was like, all- oh no, what do you do before the internet? What is he doing? He's drinking a goddamn soda in there. Yeah. Well, I don't he, like that at all. He asked for that. He says, I have everything. I'm a, I'm a giant nerd. I have uh-huh. everything. He goes, I want the great ghost. He goes, well, I don't have that. Dick. Yeah, ask for, except that. Ask, ask for me anything that. else because it went up in a fire like 20 years ago. So it's not like it just recently uh, disappeared as part of the caper. This sure. is just a known thing that it's just not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is. It is. It is one of those Doctor Who type situations where they lost Prince. I think he specifically says they went up in a fire, which was very common back in the day. Yeah, for, yeah. If they if TV they weren't shows. actually just throwing the shit away, exactly, or recording exactly. over it, mm-hmm. I shouldn't have gone back and burned all that Doctor Who. I feel bad about it, but I had a time machine and one thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could have killed Hitler instead. Took out all that Doctor Who. Uh, this is where the episode gets sad. Sad. For it me. gets real sad because we have a, a Simon Trent is in his in his sad New York apartment, <laughs> which is decorated with gray ghost memorabilia. Only oh, gray ghost gray memorabilia. Ghost airplane. I'm watching right now, so yeah, I, you're, you're catching like up as we're going. Same yeah. time as. Uh, and so I just have here if this if Simon Trent had existed, he would have a reality show and he'd be okay. No, not in the nineties. I mean, honestly, not in the nineties. I, I mean, if it was today, watching this and knowing what what Adam West went through, which was so so in a second here, his he, his agent calls him. Yeah. And he says, I got bad news. You didn't get the part. You didn't get the part. And then he's like, oh, come on. Like, get me something. You're my agent. And he's like, everyone just still sees you as the gray ghost if they remember that show at all. And he's like, I'm an actor. I can play other parts. And this is a very common thing yeah. when people play a part that they're so closely related to, like Adam West did, that then people are like, oh, we're not going to cast you in anything else because everyone will just see that and think of you as as Batman. And he went through a large, I mean, luckily he had sort of a, a resurrection. He did Family Guy and he was on all those like animated shows. Yeah, because uh, we got ironic about our old stars and we started exactly. casting people because of that, not not casting them because of it. Exactly. But at this time in his life, he didn't have anything else going on. And that's and, why I and, say if he was around today, he'd have a reality show and it would be magical and I would watch it and yeah. they'd follow him around day to day life like being the gray ghost. And you then guys. the way he delivers a line, I can do other parts, I'm an actor, is so oh, heartbreaking. It's so spot on. Here's the thing. It's so good. Uh, he wouldn't have a reality show because, of course, the Grey Ghost is Adam West. I don't know if they sort of patterned it on Adam West. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then, um, then they got Adam West or they told Adam West, like, dude, will you be on your show? We'll even, like, write an episode for you. And he was like, okay, or whatever. Uh, yeah. He said that it's been as, like, his favorite um uh, voiceover role and whatnot, and yeah, sure. every couple of years he goes like, "Oh yeah, there's a Grey Ghost series in the works, and I'm going to be on it." Uh, I watch. That is, well, I mean, it, in in one sense it's sad. It is sad. In another sense, that's what Adam West has been doing his entire life, uh, and that's what and he does it much better than a lot of other actors because he did get pigeonholed. Uh, that basically yeah. destroyed his career. Yeah. Adam he West only before, got to do voice before work Batman. After. We used to do like westerns. He was in like a Three Stooges movie. Like he had like a big career doing a lot of stuff. Yeah, and then as soon as he played Batman. Uh, and it was against type. I mean, it was, yeah. uh, it was against type on purpose. There but, was a, a thing they wanted, the vibe they wanted to get that they got with him. And then afterwards, yeah, people only saw him as goofy Batman, mm-hmm. and people took themselves way more seriously than we do today. Yeah, but and luckily, so nobody would work with him. Uh, he, yeah, like fa- he's great on Family Guy, the best. He's so good. 
But also, in a second, he destroys all of his merchandise, and it made me so sad. I was so sad, too. I was like, not the merchandise, dude. Yeah, he breaks everything in his apartment. He's not even drunk. Like, get drunk first, at least. Help me out. Yo, how many of you have destroyed everything from a previous relationship? Everything that reminds you of it. Everything that you did. No, that would make me sad. I want I, that part to live no, on. No, I've never, I will like come across things and be like, oh, do I want to keep this or I want to toss it? Oh, I'll toss it. But I've never like gathered everything together and yeah. destroyed it. I've tossed stuff before. That seems yeah. Crazy. But like to just toss something because, yeah, no, from that aspect of your life, no, that's, Whoa. I think that's wild. Yeah. I know hashtag people who do it. Burn it all. <laughs> hashtag Gina and Ray are way too <laughs> sentimental about failed relationships. No, get on Twitter. I, don't even, I just, once I'm done with the relationship, mo- 99% of my relationships, I'm like, well, that's done. And then as I'm like cleaning my apartment in one of my like purges, I'll be like, oh, look, like I still have tons of photos from my first four boyfriends just because I was like, well, you don't throw out pictures because I look, I, I, those are periods of my life where I can look at myself and be like, that's what I look like when I was 19. That's so, what I look like when I was 20. So what I have here is that if you dated Gina Ippolito, there's a 1% chance it might still work. <laughs> Oh, no, what I That's heard the guy was, listening at home is thinking. <laughs> no, what I heard was Gina's like, I look very skinny in this picture. <laughs> I'm going to keep it. I don't care what else is in that picture. Uh, yeah. I look good. Oh, exactly. Get the scissors. Or or I'll be like, oh, yeah, that was that one time that I went camping. But, like, it's not tied to – my memories aren't tied to – but also, like, you know, every once in a while then I will be like, oh, okay, I don't need to keep this anymore. I'll toss it. I don't need to keep this anymore. I'll toss it. But it was never like a, oh. Oh, yeah, I'm doing a purge. I mean, none of my relationships ever were ended so poorly that I was like, I got to burn everything to the ground. But oh, mine have. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it would make total sense, and a lot, and plenty of people do. Yeah. Like we got, I've got to move on. So um, you're the one who burns, and you haven't had that terrible breakup. Yeah, why Me burn? and Gina have had that, and we were sentimental still. Well, here's Is that the thing. Weird? I will say the one, the one time that I did throw something away that I was like, I should really keep this because it's awesome. Was I had a Doctor Who lunchbox, and I hated. The, oh, the th- X so much throw it away. that I threw it away. Why didn't you just give it to some? Because you I don't want anyone so touching that tainted, that tainted box. It's not tainted <laughs> for them. To them, it's free free merch. No, I feel, like they, I feel like they might touch it and become diseased. Listen, there's one thing I know. You what? never touch the tainted box. Wait a minute. Did, you, <laughs> did your ex-boyfriend have leprosy? <laughs> yes. Okay. He was. I uh, met him at a leper colony. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Uh, she wasn't there doing charitable work. Yeah, she was there to laugh at people she, on No, vacation. she was there to get laid. Thank she you. was like, you know what? These dudes are hurting for some... She's for like, some, hey, man, can I get those digits? Tang. No, not literally. <laughs> hey, everybody. Yeah, right. I'll give you that one. That's not so bad. Uh, but yeah, I also feel like he's definitely going to regret this. Well, okay. He smashes everything, but then the very next scene uh, but then is him cries. selling the merch. He, cry. he, he smashes cries. and then he oh, cries. I was heartbroken. Oh. I started crying almost. Yeah. I'm a man, so I didn't. Um, uh, I he, was crying earlier because yeah, well, I had to enough. eat a half cup of fish paste. There it is. But also then he falls asleep with the window open and I wrote, oh, he fell asleep with the window open. He's dead. What? Oh, well, people get drafts and then they die. I what? thought he was. I literally no. I'm not even kidding. Like he had nothing more to live for. He sells the merch, so that month's rent is paid. He doesn't know how next month's rent is getting paid. May as well sit in this chair and de- fucking die. But he doesn't even really <laughs> sell the merch. He goes and there's there's a kid who's buying all of his toys, and he's like, "Oh, we haven't sold the last ones that you 
that we bought from not, you. I spy all your gray ghost memorabilia, Ugh. sir, but like, and he knows who he is. Yeah, the world is just pooping on this Adam West. But then he falls that, asleep oh, in the window man. open, wakes up and finds out all the stuff is back again with a note saying, come meet me. I yeah. love it. It made me, that made me so happy. It, it did make me happy. Uh, and also, yeah, you're a, you're a bajillionaire, Bruce Wayne. Go buy back all of his stuff and put it there. Right. Also, like, good for him for being, I mean, I realize he's Batman, but he was so quiet putting all those, like, he hung a poster what? back up. Do you know how loud and uh, hard it is to hang a poster straight? Well, to be fair, he might have actually thought Simon Trent was going to die in that chair, so he really didn't have yeah. to, you know. But then, uh, and how then- much shorter would this episode have been if eBay had existed back then? Because <laughs> he totally would have been just like, no. "Cool, I can just sell this stuff off," and then he would have money. He would probably and be, like, be confused because he's old. Old people don't do. There eBay. were several Thank times you. throughout this episode where I was like, "Oh, now Simon Trent is dead." The first one was yeah, yeah. the first one was he left the window open. And I thought, and he was sleeping right by it. He's going to get a draft. Second time is like, oh, he finds a note that's like, hey, Grey Ghost, meet me. And he goes, and it's fucking Batman, yeah. who doesn't even give him a heads up. Like He's like, he's not like, hey, don't be scared. I'm Batman. I'm, I'm not going to hurt you. He just like shows up out of the darkness. And then Simon Trent freaks out. Correctly. Runs away. And I'm like, okay, so now he's going to die of a heart attack. Batman gave him a heart attack. <laughs> he's dead. I don't think you understand how old works, Gina. <laughs> no, that sounds spot on to me. Uh, so Batman offers him an opportunity here, and he goes, I want you to help me solve this case. It's mm-hmm, like an old Grey Ghost mm-hmm. episode, and we have a hero's journey. So Simon Trent says no, and then a huge explosion happens. Because, yes. No, because you... If Batman a, asks you to come join him at Case Chan, you say yes. No, I he's a, yes. you always he's a, say yes. He's a goddamn actor. Here's the thing: <laughs> I did a sketch once uh, that got filmed where I played Genghis Khan. If fucking Batman showed up, he's like, "I need you, Genghis Khan, to help me with it." I'm like, "No, yes, I'm an actor. I'm on board. I just played a role. It was a no, dumb comedy this is, sketch. This I'm is not- what you say to that. You say like, "Hey, heads up, I'm not <sighs> really Genghis Khan." But I still totally want to help you. And if that means that I have to put back on the outfit that I was wearing, I am on board. Look, if it's a deal breaker that I'm not really Genghis Khan who died hundreds of years ago, then I guess we're done here. But I'll Fu Manchu that bee and I will hop in the Batmobile and go to the Batcave. Like I played Wonder Woman a couple of uh, a couple of Halloweens ago, two Halloweens ago. And if someone was like, oh, my God, Wonder Woman, you need to help me. I'd be like, hey, I'm five foot two. I'm definitely not Wonder Woman. And that outfit, which was like a very, very skimpy, is is probably not the best thing to fight crime in. But I will totally help you, I'm doing superhero it. man. Yeah, as long as you don't me wear, mind me wearing my sweats and yoga pants. Also, two other things about this scene. So, so there's an explosion, and then yes. he it still does not convince him. Like, but Batman's like, "There's an explosion. You got to help innocent people." And he's like, "No, I'm just an actor, yes. and I'm washed up." And then and then there's a cool shot of a cool ass rotary phone. And then at, at Batman is basically like first of all he knows he knows that this dude smashed all of his merchandise, sold his merchandise, he brought it back to him. He knows he's down on his luck right now is what I'm saying. Batman should offer to give him some money to help him. I mean You're no saying no mercenary I'm, not, work I'm not saying that. The gray ghost. I'm saying that uh, Why didn't he just say like here's like $10,000, man. I'll take care of this. No, he's. I'm saying, yeah, fine. Batman, offer him some money, whatever. But there's a there's a scene where like the Gray Ghost is like, hey, I'm Simon Trent. I'm an actor. 
I'm not the gray ghost. And Batman goes, I can see that now. And then leaves. Yeah. And it's like, Jesus it's Christ, Batman, way harsh. to kick an 80-year-old man when he is at his lowest yeah. level. Well, okay. And I have that note here, too. And in that same scene, it's revealed that Grey Go- uh, uh, Simon Trent has all the Grey Ghost tapes. They're not all destroyed. He's been keeping them in his apartment in yeah. Super Vault. And I'm like... Well, bad job trying to stay relevant. Had you, if you had, if you owned these tapes, you could have released them, make the Grey Ghost popular at least with a subsection, and make your money off comic book shows or something. I don't think you know how releasing things works, Ray. <laughs> like you're just like, yeah, release it, release it to the world, well, Set it sell free. it to a distributor. Like somebody's gonna want something for it. You don't think he has tried that? I do. It seems like he's keeping these in secret because they're behind a secret panel on his wall. (laughs) He doesn't want people to know that these even exist anymore because he's depressed. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. He'll fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. G.I. Joe. Cobra's attacking our winter outpost. Calling the members of the G.I. Joe team. And here's Gung Ho, Airborne, Doc, and Snow Job. And every Joe has a two-handed battle grip. Get aboard the Battle Bear. It's G.I. Joe to the rescue. G.I. Joe. The hero. We chased off Cobra. Way to go, Joe. G.I. Joe Battle Bear. Joe and Cobra figures each sold separately from Hasbro. Back to G.I. Joe. There's a very cute scene where adult Batman watches the tape because Grey Ghost gives him the tape and he's like, here, get out of here, which also he did not have to do. He could have been like, like, if that were me, I'd be like, but return it because obviously I want that. I've kept it for 35 years. It's an important episode in the series. Yeah, exactly. So Batman goes home and he adult Bruce Wayne watches it much like he did when he was a kid. Yep. And he has a big smile on his face. Is he doing it with like his... uh... Hand, uh, He's basically doing a no, full Macaulay Culkin, yeah, and like laying on the floor. But then Alfred—that's some bullshit. That no, is it's in his private theater, and Alfred brings him popcorn. Alfred brings him popcorn, which is already great, and he eats it. Which, first of all, no way a man with that physique eats popcorn. <laughs> but second of all, no, it no is very it. cute. Sometime. Oh, it's like air pop bullshit. Yeah. It's, a, it's a sometimes, food. but it looks a little yellow in the in the thing. So I was like, oh, Alfred sprayed that with some butter. But knowing Alfred, he like heated up some real butter on the stove. Oh, yours, and then drizzled yeah. it and did just the right ratio of salt and butter. Oh, yeah, you rule, Alfred. <laughs> Sounds great right now. I mean. The version of Alfred in your head rules. Yeah, you brought a lot to that. Uh, no, he he knew he. Here's the thing, Alfred knows Bruce Wayne, and he knows that very few things bring Bruce Wayne joy. And he saw him sit down to watch this episode, and he was like, "Oh God, this is great. How can I make this even better? I know I'm going to make him some popcorn." But I bet Bruce Wayne went to bed that night and did so many crunches. Yeah, but I'd say right now, if Gina's having a bad day, what's your boyfriend do? I'm going to make her some food. Yeah, it probably would work, right? Yeah. If you're listening. But then I'll end up feeling bad about it because I'll be like, I'm so fat. <laughs> and then I have to do crunches before I go to bed. Uh, well, you're doing those <laughs> anyway. So, uh, Okay. So now we have the, the thing. We find out it's toy cars. Whoever the Mad Bombers is using RC cars that uh, with bombs strapped to them. So, and I call a little bit of BS on this. That, like, really the police didn't notice RC cars roaming the streets like somehow on armed detail, let that fact slip by them. Man, Gotham is dark. It's dirty. There's tons of things running around at foot level. You're yeah. not. You learn not to look down. There isn't a single apartment in this entire series that is well lit. Oh, yeah. okay. It's not. It's not like there's there reptilos running around. You know, just. I mean, they wouldn't notice those. Probably also probably the cops. Not. The cops in Gotham are not great either. 
But in theory, like they say, every one of the buildings that has been bombed had an armed detail around it to protect it. Yeah, you know what an armed detail is? They go like, all right, we're settling in. No one's going to blow up. A, what is it, a library or something like that? Boom. Yeah. I, I would be like, oh, crap. But also, I feel like I shouldn't be blamed for this because why would anyone assume that a library would be blown up? And why would anybody hire armed guards to protect the library, especially the chief of police who's here with us today? <laughs> For reasons, for reasons. Um, but yeah, let me just say that, like, I remembered this episode because I've watched all of Batman's many times. But this should have, uh, at this point, you should be tipped off to who who's the bad guy. Yeah, well, you have two choices Alfred. here. <laughs> you yep, have Alfred, Alfred and you have Bruce Wayne himself. And yeah. it turns out actually to be neither of those, Chan. What? You have two choices because at first I thought it was going to be the guy from uh, the YouTube store. Uh, the guy with, from what the videotape oh, store because he was kind of a fat dick. soda drinker, fat soda drinker. Okay. I, I, I think the med, yeah, anybody, big gulp, yeah. yeah. And then, or your second choice is the kid at the toy. I mean, you have a third choice, which is Gray Gray Shadow himself. Yeah, is it? yeah. I, I absolutely would have read that as he goes uh, himself. But here's the thing: but it's uh, Adam West, and he's a hero, and he yeah, definitely agreed to yeah. that. Yeah, I would say like you you should know that there's no way it's going to turn out to be Adam West because they're trying to do a little bit of a misdirect here, but also two. Two, of the two Batman episodes that we've watched, yes, uh, they follow the same formula, yes. which is which is you see someone early on who's not in the Batman universe normally. Oh, I should before you finish that thought, mm-hmm. the landlord. We did have a third choice theoretically, the landlord who was banging on his door telling him, oh, or the agent. I guess we had four potential okay, choices. Okay, I guess I guess yeah. I guess if it was the agent would have been a smart thing if the agent was like I needed to make my my guy relevant again. Okay. I mean, that's actually All that's right. how I'm rewriting it. But anyway, I'm sorry. But so we introduced to a character that has no other is in no other episode. Yeah, and like clearly it's gonna be it's gonna be that person. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I won't spoil it because maybe people haven't figured it well, out. It's yet. like Law and Order. If you ever watch a Law and Order SVU and you're introduced to by somebody who you recognize from a commercial or some other property, no, not just a commercial. Someone who's like fucking famous. Like if Robin Williams is in that episode, Robin Williams is the creeper. Robin Williams is the one that raped that kid. Yeah. Yeah. Or if Fred Savage is in an episode. You're like, ah, oh, Fred Savage is going to be the rapist. But I saw one where I don't even I recognize the guy from like some like obscure TV <laughs> show, and I was just like, oh, it's the guy from that thing. He's the janitor. Oh no, the janitor molested all those kids like that's just how it works and it's the same it's the same logic uh in batman also i will say both episodes that we've watched because the last one it was harvey bullock's uh uh apartment manager uh who did it and i i sympathize with that dude like i was like yep i would have done this too if there was a guy that had cockroaches in the apartment and at the end when we find out who did it i would have been like yep i sympathize with this person well, let's jump ahead because uh, uh, there's a huge explosion. Batman gets ends up being saved by the Gray Ghost as he's running down an alley. Mm-hmm. He finds one of the cars, the one that the one that he didn't blow up. He sees there's no bomb in it. He's like, "Well, there's only one reason why there wouldn't be a bomb in it, and it's because it's a decoy to get me to this." Uh, oh crap! There's like a million cars coming at me right now. Yeah, but also the Gray Ghost saves him by throwing a rope down and pulling him up. Loved which, it. Which, first of all, you're still strong, dude. That like Batman in this in this thing with his. Fucking barrel chest. He's got to be over two hundred pounds, and he's, and he's, he's in costume. Like two seventy five. I mean, like, uh, like I think in with that the cost, gadgets, like full costume, full gadgets. He's, he's got to weigh a ton. To and with. and old old ass Adam West pulls him up like it's it's, n- and then he gets to the top and he's in costume. He's wearing the Grey Ghost outfit. 
Oh, that's so magical. It is. But then they have like one of the weirdest car chases I've ever seen because they hop in the Batmobile oh. and the RC cars who are very fast are coming after them. And the car, the, the, the RC cars are keeping like, up. Like they're clearly equally as fast yes, as an adult sized car. Not just an adult sized car, the Batmobile. But also, here's what I will say the scene where they see the cars coming down and you have uh, Bruce Wayne Batman and then Adam West Grey Ghost and, and, Adam West says something to him like he's like start start the car yes. and then they both jump into the car at the same time super cool super cool and I actually it's slight shenanigans I'm calling here again on the mad bomber because I, I played a lot of video games I played a lot of Mario Kart I can only manage to keep one car going, much less navigate with joysticks multiple cars at the same that, time. That is true. That's a good point. And keep them all going and keep them all in the right direction. Because they're making I like, mean, turns. I mean, maybe some of them swerves. are on the, on the same thing. Uh, you use swarm technology, it's a uh. form of programming where uh, you go have on one lead car and others use algorithms to follow along Whoa. while still uh, maintaining the integrity of the uh, swarm. Uh, and also, you know, uh, going in the direction that you wanted to. Is that a thing that existed in Gothic 1992? I mean, obviously. Mm-hmm. I guess it did. Because we've just seen yes. it. <laughs> uh, at some point. Well, now they go to the Batcave. Yeah. That's the deal. Yeah. So uh, so they go to the Batcave and. Uh, I. This is a silly moment. No. Bruce Wayne, Batman in the Batcave in a secret compartment has. A shrine to the gray ghost. Okay, okay, but that here's was a the little. Thing. That was a here's little. Here's the thing: silly. when you find out, like the gray ghost is like, this looks like, and then and then Bruce Wayne goes, the gray ghost lair, and he's like, yeah, it almost looks like an exact replica, and he's like, oh yeah, it is. So then you find out, like, oh, li- like adult, which like seriously, honestly, if someone was like, all right, you can build any super secret hideout that you you want, I would probably model it on something that I saw and loved when I was little too. Without question, if I have all the money in the world. I- I've but always now, dreamed of living in the Resident Evil mansion, just for the record. I mean, build it. It's like get, every time you walk in uh, into the entry hall, a, a zombie dog bursts in through the window. <laughs> I mean, you if have I'm to lucky. keep genetically engineering zombie dogs, though. That gets really expensive. Zombie no, dogs are just, hard. You just glue spaghetti onto a normal dog. No, I was going to say you hire you hire you hire an actor. Yeah. Who then just like wears a dog costume, like an episode of uh, that? What's that scared alive show? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Tracy uh, Morgan. Yeah, um, and Shannon Doherty hosted it. Fear. Uh, no, uh, it's not Fear Factor. No, it's not Fear, no, Factor. Fear Factor. It's the other one. Yeah, it's... I love it though because it's hilarious. And do they hire actors to wear like terrible? Yeah. They hire little people. Oh, and they yeah. hire they hire whatever. The best episode was with a little person. There was a guy that was like an animal lover and an, an all creatures lover. And they put him in the lab. And they and they oh! goes, and then he's so scared, but at the same at the same time he wants to make sure that the thing in there, which is dressed like a tiny demon, is a little person dressed like a tiny demon. So he's scared out of his mind, and the guy goes, "Do you need help, little man?" And it is the funniest. Oh, I, that's the only thing. episode of that I remember because oh, it was so it is so vivid. Good. But it anyway, is, I would hire someone to do that in my house. But so here we have so Batman is like oh so he's he's showing off his lair sort of to the Grey Ghost who totally inspired the lair. Grey Ghost just saved his life. Batman puts a tiny toy car on the fingerprint scanner, and it's like only one set of fingerprints. Yours, Grey Ghost. Yeah, I can't believe, and I'm like, come on, Batman. Here's the thing, though: if there wasn't that real strong uh, emotional tie, which needs to come around at the end of the episode, right? Uh, 
uh, I absolutely would have pegged Grey Ghost as the perpetrator. You know, it would be the turn and like, oh, no, I just want I needed this and everything else in my life is shit. And so I had to become again. I feel like it's too obvious a choice. And Batman is too smart for it. Plus, a great ghost has already said, oh, I sold like he's like, I sold a bunch of these. So obviously his fingerprints are going to be on it. It would be more suspicious if they weren't. Think about it, though. If you if Batman doesn't really know about Simon Trent, he doesn't really know who this guy is, what's going through his head. Yeah. So here's the stats. One, uh, the car that was used in the bombings has his fingerprints all over it mm-hmm. two it's mimicking an episode of a tv show that it's been established only he has access to <laughs> i yeah I, and now he's in the bat cave uh this could be like danger close right here i mean this no. could be like boom the boom batman forever i like, feel like no because here's the thing yes i agree that if it, he was any average joe schmo trying to put if, it, if he was us trying to put pieces together fine but Batman is is like he's he's much smarter than the average man, and he frequently will look at th- look at things in other episodes where breadcrumbs are laid that someone is trying to frame someone, yeah. and he goes, "This doesn't feel right." So this for me was one of those moments where I was like, "Really?" Well, to be uh... fair, it doesn't take a ton of convincing for him to get off that high horse. Well, no, yeah, I mean, I Grey Ghost is like, Ow. I saw, oh, it can't be that guy, and yeah. then yeah, I Batman, mean, I get it, Batman needs to recognize that he has a blind spot for this dude because obviously here's a shrine to you know all the things you did uh if it turns out that like there are there are some actors that turn out to be real assholes what like if adam west turned out in real life to have bombed a bunch of places i'd be like (laughs) i'd like yeah i'd like him more but also like also again he's too obvious like the the main actor in the tv show of course i mean you know of course he's yeah well, it oh, turns so you're out, saying it's Sideshow Bob? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. It, yeah. It, it turns. Yeah, don't. If it was Bruce Lee as Cato, we're done. Uh, <laughs> Green Hornet? No, I, no, get I it. know what Green Hornet okay. is. Okay, uh, so uh, it turns out to be the kid at the toy store. Which, he is the Mad Bomber. By the way, I wrote Ray. Is this like where you work? <laughs> Ray, are you a mad bomber? Because seriously, he goes in there and there's like a kid and he's surrounded by all these like figurines and toys and, and he, he has glasses and he's blonde and I'm just saying, I think that this is where Ray works and we're all- Ray is being way go- too quiet. Guys, we're, do not we're like all, this, this is leading like this to is Ray going, going insane. Guys, not- let's let's just move on. Um, <laughs> and also his reasoning again, first of all, it seems very Ray-like. <laughs> but I will say I sympathize with him. Also, how how many freaking cars do you have? He bought all of them. There's like 80 of them. How, why do you need that many cars? And weirdo? you could make replicas. Like you don't have to use the actual props from the, used, from the no, TV show. No, I think show. he's a purist. I think he's a purist. But he's he's I sympathize with him because his excuse is basically like I want to buy toys. Toys are expensive. Listen, I get this motivation more yeah, than anybody else in yeah. the world. I want all the toys. Like he was basically like, I'm just a dude who wants to buy toys, and I and people should give me money to buy toys. Yeah, and then I could use toys to get people to give me more money, which is also like the theory of why he owns a store called Yester Toys. Yeah, which also like you'd think this dude would never sell any of those toys. He seems like the type of guy that if someone comes in and is like, "How much for this?" He's like, "That's not that's not for sale." Oh, that's it's for not, show. It's not. And then everyone's like, is there anything in this store for sale? And he's like, no. No. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Look at my toys. 
I will not play I with my toys. I sympathize with them. Uh, I get this guy. And so uh, a fight scene, a lame fight scene, let's face it, this guy is not exactly a, a, a ninja. Lame fight scene, but I am happy that Grey Ghost has been so active and has been fighting this yeah. whole time. He's still got it. Yeah, he, he actually burst through a window, yeah. which was just amazing. I'm yeah. like, I would be concerned for his health after that. Yeah, that was... I was like, oh, he died. Just like when yeah. he was next to the window. <laughs> he lands he on him five dead. Five times in this episode. I don't uh, remember if we were talking about it on mic or off mic, but we were talking earlier about pos- the possibility of uh, The Rock being uh, Oh, that was on mic, sir. At some point. <laughs> okay. oh, that was all the that way on the, the show. That was the previous episode, Ooh. though. Yeah. Okay. I feel like uh, at some point, he is not going to have the physique to be able to play a He-Man. Uh, like so eventually... he's got to do it now, is what you're saying? What, well, what I'm saying is that uh, even still, I feel like if he were 60 years old, like uh, he'd probably still be pretty strong. I don't know what Hulk. I don't know what yeah. Hulk Hogan could bench press these days, but he still has a lot of muscle mass. Yeah, on him. he's got to yeah. be a little strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I could see Grey Ghost uh, being, like Sly Stallone you know, and Arnold Schwarzenegger are still. Yeah, you take a lot of H- out, you know. do some HGH and. Oh, you know, you no. Hey, oh, here's the deal. Don't judge. You got to do it. He's you a different. Do it. He, but Grey Ghost is a different type of hero than those guys. I feel like like he's yeah. not. He's not the like. I'm gonna. I'm super super muscly and strong. He's like I'm agile. It takes a different uh, body tone to play Conan than it does to play. Star Lord, yeah. For example, uh, yeah. I mean, have have you seen Chris Pratt? Yeah, Chris I mean, look, Pratt's he's worked out now. a ton, but like he covers up like all the time. You know, just saying. Right. Yeah, he's but still have got you that seen... like fat guy attitude of I'm not going to take my shirt he's off. Shameful. Though. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's and this is the big lesson I learned in this episode. If we're about to learn something, is if is... you work in a toy store for too long, you eventually go homicidally insane. Right. Well, I've already known that, so I didn't <laughs> learn that. Um, it's don't poop where you eat. I think that's the lesson here because he's got a Mad Bomber secret lair in his toy store that oh. it seems he also lives in, which means that if things go south and things go poor, he loses everything in one fell swoop. So when the explosion happens, destroying everything in his life, he literally has nothing left. He's done. Yeah, but also, I mean, he he doesn't have enough money, Ray. He's got to he's got to have lair, living place, and working place all in the same place. He's not renting out three different places. Who would do that? Who would have a thing <laughs> that they actually like do like things that they work on where they live? That's ridiculous. Who would live like that? Chan, do you have an opinion on this? <laughs> oh, burp it all you so hard. <laughs> <laughs> But also the the worst part of this, and I blame Batman, is that it uh, the whole too. toy place goes up in flames. Yeah, the whole thing is destroyed. Like you couldn't Didn't have you to couldn't be. Uh, like Batman, you couldn't go back in and save some of those toys. Wow. What's wrong with you? Vindictive. Ugh, ugh, he's the worst. Never mind the library that blew up and all the books that were destroyed. Yeah, but. Toys is old, more important. Old toys. They can reprint those books. Thank you. It's not like they, it was a library full of first editions or something. The internet's going to exist with all those books on it. Not going to be for those toys. Uh, fun fact about this episode, which was great. Yes. Uh, other than the the reporter, Summer. I believe her, her name is Summer, right? Uh, who's in a lot of episodes as, as a storytelling device. No, not a single woman. Oh, that's right, huh? Yeah. Well, maybe other women in the crowd at the end when he signs the comic book. Sure, I only remember I'm sure dudes. There are some women in the crowd. The very end of the episode is Batman like goes over as Bruce Wayne to uh-huh. sign it because now all of a sudden because of the case and what happened, Simon Trent's back on top. Mm-hmm. He's released. He's done the thing I told him to do at the start. Released the Gray Ghost episodes. So mm-hmm. now suddenly mm-hmm. they're going to be popular again, and he's ended up signing. No, a- he doesn't. What? What? When does it say he does that? He's just famous because he thwarted the actual Mad Bomber. Yeah, and the and the episodes were coming back out again. 
Oh, I, but I mean, like, not. I, I'm assuming that that's because. Yeah, he owns the only copy. I I assume he did the thing. I mean, again, again, that means someone approached him and said, hey, do you have access to these? That wasn't just him being like, I'm going to release them. I don't know. I feel like how how do I release them? He's keeping it in secret. I imagine it was him telling people like, I have these if you think we could make money off of them. No. Yeah. I mean, maybe the important thing is that now he, he has a resurgence similar to. Adam West. Adam West right now. Yeah. And also at the end of the episode, he definitely knows Bruce Wayne is Batman. Yes. He comes over and he gives him one of the same lines he said as Batman about yeah. watching with my dad and da 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 da. And then there's like a look and he's like, hey, you're. Yeah. He has right. like, he has a smile. Right. Cool. Cool. And then cool. I'm just like, oh, oh, the next episode is just him selling that secret to the tablets. <laughs> yeah. The Joker comes to him and says, wow. I hear you're behind on your rent. Yeah. And he's like, that was uh, a terrible Joker impression. Thank you. Yeah. What was that? I was, I was. I don't even know what that was. It was like Werner Herzog mixed with like. That <laughs> was. It was. It was Rocky Rococo from the Fire Sign <laughs> Theater, which is a Peter Lorre impression. I your rente. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, now I know that you have the secret of the Batman. But yeah, I just feel like uh, Batman maybe guard that secret a little clo- more closely, or wait until he's like almost dead and then tell him. Thank you. Yeah. Before it, you it, die, it was a sweet moment. I just want you to know. I'm a Batman. <laughs> Although he is old. It could be any day. So he, no, maybe yeah, you thought that he was going to die like eight times this episode. Maybe <laughs> maybe once he releases his videos, that's a... I thought he was going to die because he releases videos. That's what happens when he, you release videos at that age. He turned out to be a Correct. lot more resilient and spry than I thought. There it is. Oh, God. No human being... <laughs> Wants to be told they're spry. I would I dream would of people telling me I'm spry. I'm spry. Are you kidding no, me right now? No, spry only gets applied when they think you're going to die <laughs> and you manage to do something like stand up off the couch by yourself. False. And false. My first piece of evidence, uh, the episode of Buffy where she meets Angel and she uh, kicks him. At, at, she, she does sort of a flip and kicks him with her shoes. And he goes, I thought you'd be taller. You're a lot spryer than I thought, though. Yeah, because he's an. Because he's eight billion years old. Because <laughs> yeah, he's old. No, I would love it if someone I, like I would love it if someone came to a dodgeball game and they were like, "Fuck that little girl's spry." You know, it's like the equivalent of somebody being like, "He's sharp," which implies <laughs> that like you're like you're you're <laughs> dur- dudderedly and you were never you were never expected of anything. So whenever I see somebody's like, "Yeah, Ray, he was really sharp," I'm like, "Because we were expecting him to be a goddamn moron," and it turned out he had a couple things to say. <laughs> Wow, he didn't drool on himself, guys. He's so sharp. The dictionary definition says, especially of an old person. Thank you. So this is there. What dictionary is that that says that? That's not a real dictionary. Miriam Webster. Do you not believe that I know how to use friggin' Google? That's like the top thing where people put in whatever they want. Yeah, check the Urban Dictionary. (laughs) Urban Dictionary for maybe that's what we're looking for. It's gonna be like when a guy uh, poops on a woman's chest (laughs) and then gets some in her eye, and it gives her a sty. It gives her a poop sty. (laughs) Hey, I just came up with that on my own. Someone add that shit to Urban Dictionary. (laughs) Hashtag Urban Dictionary. That shit. Um, I just came up with that real fast. Poops in your eye, get a poop sty. You call it a spry. To be fair, though, like, isn't half of Urban Dictionary just it starts with like, okay, poop on each other. Yep. <laughs> like, are people really doing any of these things? Like, Here's the thing. Uh, you want to know something funny? When I wrote please. on, when I wrote for regular show. Yes. 
and we would invent names for characters or names for planets because the the last season of regular show was set in space. We had to check Urban Dictionary ah. to make sure. And there was one where it was like an entry into Urban Dictionary, but it it was like from years ago. It didn't have that many likes. And we were like, I think we can use this and the censors will not notice. Probably. And I haven't watched the episode, so I don't know if we used what it. What was it? I can't now. I can't remember. Oh. But if you're an, a regular show fan, and we named the plant a planet something, Google the name of that planet because <laughs> it would not I, be. I, an it Urban was Dictionary. a really good name of a planet, and I remember we were all really bummed when it was on Urban Dictionary and it was something bad. It was weird because it was named Chess Pooper. I was going to say <laughs> so. Steamer. Steamer so. <laughs> ah, there it is. Well, guys, that'll do it for this episode. If we ended like that, that's how we're going to end this episode with Cleveland Steamer. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Batman the Animated Series Beware the Grey Ghost Brian Rapp Thank you so much For your support It means more than you know um, And Good things it's We've already the, got to say It's the only thing Saving us from becoming Grey ghosts Who need to sell <laughs> off our toys Please don't make me Sell my toys <laughs> You don't know What that would do to me um, But what Patreon.com Slash knowing Is half the podcast As you know uh, You could up it From $5 to $20 uh, Or more And we can get access. You can tell us other shows we're going to do. We're going to start doing even more of these, I think, as the time goes on, as we start booking more guests and we start like expanding on the concept. This Patreon thing is going to have a lot more content on it than we even produce already now, and it's a reasonable amount already. So for five bucks a month, totes worth. Uh, Go to Facebook.com. Since knowing half the podcast, you probably know that already. Uh, On Twitter, at G.I. Joe Podcast, or individually for me, I am at Almighty Ray. At 999 RPMs. I'm at Gina Ippy, and there's also at Prez Serpentor. At Prez Serpentor on Twitter. He needs more follows. Yeah, he's got some. He's 100. He just passed his 100 days, first 100 days in office. Oh, how's he doing? He needs more days. Okay. Uh, okay. He's asked for an extra 50 days to reach his first 100 days appropriately. If if I recall, when he he took over, when he took over, he said, the first 100 days, I'm going to do so many great Serpentory things. Yeah, he's wondering who, who said that. Uh, <laughs> who's holding him to that? I, I heard his team is like now saying like, ah, the first hundred days in Cobra means nothing. Yeah, um, you know his big deal was that he's requested an extension. Uh, yeah, on his, yeah. On his final term uh-huh, paper. Uh-huh. Uh, but so it goes. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back uh, probably with Silverhawks. I haven't gotten. I don't think any of the other suggestions in yet. Um, I think maybe we could dig in one on Patreon. I'll check it anyway. You guys don't need to hear about that while you're listening to this. <laughs> uh, so uh, until next time. Keep the ghosts gray and your Adams West. What? Uh, No. uh, No. No. I'm just picturing gray pubes now. Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit boardwalkaudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, Give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. Or, I wouldn't jump up and down until we stabilize the hydraulics. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world, working actors, comedians, writers, stunt people. You get it. And we do it all over breakfast, or should I say, Breakfast. Every week is a new episode of Breakfast, and here's what you get. Inside Hollywood info, like how cool is it to act with Ed O'Neill? Spoiler alert, it's really cool. And what the heck is a gaffer? 
you get great breakfast wrecks and foodie debates like when should you go hash browns and when do you go home fries? I know the answer to that. Trust me, my pancake posse, my bacon brigade. Listen up, because breakfast is the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Breakfast with Brent Pope. Available at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thank you.